What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle, bringing you another episode. And I, I tried to make one last night, but I just got too fucking tipsy. And uh, <clears throat> didn't really have a whole lot to really talk about, so I just decided to delete that segment. So now we got quite a few things to talk about tonight. Um, one of the things being the Illinois gun law that's passed. We'll get into that a little bit later. But to be honest, I want to take a minute to talk about my new coworker and how awesome I think he is, to be honest. I mean, I think he's going to fit in really well. I think we're going to get along really well. I think other people are gonna get along with them really well and he showed me today that not only can he hold his own I think it's like his first day really being a cook um, and he had you know other jobs I think at like Panera Bread or whatever but anywho he did a really good job today he didn't get behind really at all and if he did I went back there and helped him can't really do that whenever it's me and Kendall and um, <clears throat> not only that but he's a really good hard worker you know he uh, goes out of his way to do other things that, you know he doesn't even have to ask you really what needs to be done and if he does he always asks, you know, like tonight, he was like, what else do you want me to do? I said, well, you could take out that trash, and when you come back in, you can start running some mop water, you know, but he, he wants to work, and I like, I like seeing a young kid nowadays that like to, likes to work, because um, this other kid, he comes in, you know, first of all, he calls off all the time, and when he does come in, he always fucks everything up, he goes in the bathroom for 30 minutes and just disappears multiple times throughout the shift, he's lazy, he doesn't do his job right, let alone helping with anything else, and um, so yeah, they hired a new cook, and I'm glad they did, he seems really down to earth, he seems like a good kid. And, you know, he rides his bicycle to work just like I do. And he rides it further than I do. He's riding it all the way across town. And um, from the east side to the south side. I don't know how much further, you know, his trip is versus mine, but it shows dedication. So... He's willing to come there, ride his bike all the way there, ride his bike all the way home. True dedication. Now, tomorrow, he's not going to be there. And that kind of sucks. Because tomorrow, I think i got to work with Dillweed. Either way. 
Um, so <clears throat> tomorrow I'm going to end up going over to another coworker of mine's house and probably play some video games, smoke, drink, talk about shit. And then I don't know if he's going to give me a ride home or if I'm going to ride my bike over there or what. But I tried to go over there tonight and he was like, no, I'm asleep and why not just do it tomorrow? So that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow after work. I'm still debating whether I'm going to wake up and go to the dispensary or not. Um, I know I'll have the money to, but I gotta buy a lot of necessities and shit this month. I gotta buy water filters again. And they're not cheap because they come in like a four pack, so it's like 50 bucks for four of them. But I'll have clean water for a whole year, so you know. I got to buy a new pair of work shoes. Get a new skillet to cook in, you know, shit like that. Um, and I feel like if I spend money at the dispensary that I don't really need to, that I'm not going to have enough money. So we'll see. I could be wrong. So, Illinois has, as if it hasn't um, surprised me enough, I guess is the proper, proper word I'm looking for, they just, and, and here's the thing, I've been wondering for like the past week on why there's been police cars, unmarked police cars and shit sitting behind the governor's mansion and the road blocked off it's closed and they're just using it as a little parking lot back there I think that's fucked up that's crazy that's the taxpayers you know we paid taxes for that road to be built you can't just take it over and make it a fucking parking lot so I think that's crazy first of all but I was wondering this whole time I was like what the fuck are they doing you know are they having some kind of meeting or something I'm sure they are but um, I was like, and it probably has to do with something to do with guns, you know, probably going to go around and try and take everybody's guns away, and so I got to talking to some co-workers today, and they're like, oh yeah, they just passed a new gun law, <clears throat> and I'm like, what do you mean, they said, yeah, just this last Tuesday, I do believe, they passed a, a gun law that says, you cannot possess a handgun with more than 15 rounds. And you can't possess a long gun with more than 10 rounds. So, you know, no more 30 round magazines. No more drum magazines. Even if you got like a 15 round clip for a rifle, you can't have that. So, First of all, here's the problem with that. Um, 
the criminals, the ones that they're supposedly trying to keep the guns out of their hands, are still going to be buying that shit off the black market. So just because you keep it from people like me buying it doesn't mean that the real criminals aren't going to be able to still get an AK-47. So it doesn't solve anything. It actually hinders people like me, that's a law-abiding citizen, to protect themselves. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, you know, these school shootings and shit that are going on, they're not just getting done with a with a handgun. So yeah, I would say, you know, that 90% of mass shootings are done with rifles, but to put a ban on handguns in the capacity is stupid because, okay, you can only have 10 rounds in there at a time, but if you have four different magazines, you can have 40 rounds. I'm not, I haven't really read the, the language, I haven't read the bill, <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure it doesn't say how many magazines that you can possess. So, the second thing to this whole bill that's being passed by the state is it's unconstitutional. So, and it is, you know, I've heard people say that, and it is, because everybody has the right to bear arms, no matter what kind of fucking gun it is. I don't care if you got a Gatling gun, you have the right to bear arms. And it doesn't say in the Constitution that, well, you have the right to bear arms, but it can't be anything over 10 rounds. And states, you know, have tried to do this before in the past. <clears throat> and it just doesn't happen. It doesn't work. Because when it goes to Supreme Court, it always gets ruled unconstitutional. And it gets reversed. So... If it does end up sticking, which I doubt it, it's going to do nothing but hurt this state. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to move out of the state to other states like Texas, South Carolina, North Carolina, Vermont, Montana, Florida, you know, states where you can actually have more gun rights. People are going to move out of Illinois and, you know, there's already nothing here to begin with. People are moving, we're moving out of Illinois because it's just a shitty state. But now, now that you can't protect yourself, people are going to be leaving by the droves. I mean, and then they also pass that, that wall to where if there's someone on your property and they're sleeping in your shed, you can't just call the cops and have them arrested. For trespassing, you have to use whatever force that you seem is necessary, which that has its own problems. Because if I whoop someone's ass, I break their nose, and then throw them off my property, then they can claim that I assaulted them, I caused bodily injury, so on and so forth. So then I would get taken to jail for assault, and he would just get let go with a ticket. So that, you know, he cannot pay because he's a homeless guy. So it makes absolutely zero sense. If somebody's homeless and you give them a $500 ticket, 
how the fuck are they going to pay that? And they, you know, you can't put them in jail for not paying it. So they're just not going to pay it. Period. If there's no way to enforce it, then they're just going to say, fuck it, I'm not paying it. <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's going to be crazy. Legal, uh, legality-wise, Illinois is somewhere that you don't want to raise kids. With the gun violence, with, you know. And if they made it more like Texas, where they made it open carry, you wouldn't see innocent people getting gunned down on the streets or mass shootings going on. Because it would be stopped instantly. You wouldn't have to wait 30 minutes for the cops to show up. That, that whole, you know... Uh, that whole Uvalde shooting that went on. Where the cops showed up and then they sat outside. They didn't even fucking go inside. That was the most cowardice thing that I've ever seen in my life. There was, there was people that might have been saved if they would have went in there. It's just crazy. And then we, as citizens, have to rely on these pussy-ass, cowardice fucking police. And we might end up paying with it, with our life, you know? You might end up being a statistic. So, how lucky do you really feel nowadays? And that's what it's coming down to in Illinois. How lucky do you feel to walk down the street, to go to the store, or, you know walking home from work it's already bad enough but um you know what I think I'm gonna do for now until I can figure out if I'm gonna buy a gun here or if I'm gonna end up moving and buying a gun I think I'm just gonna get some bear spray I talked about this I think on maybe another podcast, but it's like 50, 60 bucks for a can of bear spray. And when it shoots out that fog, you can definitely hit two people with it. So it's not like pepper spray where you get a little stream of it. It sprays out in the fog. So it'd be better than having nothing. And if you end up spraying somebody with pepper spray, you're still going to get probably assault with a weapon. But it's going to be a lot more different than getting caught with a gun, uh, shooting somebody with a gun unlawfully. Not only that, but if you have more than ten rounds in your handgun, you're going to jail. You're going—that's federal time. That's a felony. So it's not really federal. I don't know if it's federal time. But it's definitely a felony, so uh, it's just not going very good for Illinois. <laughs> the corruption is getting rampant, the gun laws are getting stupid, the taxing is getting ridiculous, and there's nothing here in Illinois that people want to see. There's no tourism, there's no, you know... In this city that I'm in, there's no clubs, there's no uh, nightlife or entertainment, really. 
and even during the daytime, there's not really much shit to do besides going to the park or going to the museum, maybe. <laughs> That's about it. There's not a lot of shit here to do. So, that adds to more gun violence. You get these kids that they don't have anything to do, they get bored, they go out and they shoot people. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what happens a lot of times. So, you get kids that are cooped up inside all day, listening to their racist parents. So they end up becoming racist. They end up becoming an extremist because they don't have anything in the city to do to keep them occupied. So, it's really crazy. And you got all these politicians that are like, what can we do to make this a safer place? Well, first thing you can do is give them something to fucking do to keep them out of trouble. Start putting more funding towards, you know, the Boys and Girls Club and shit, mentors. <clears throat> so, you're going to see here in probably about a week, I don't know, as soon as it goes in front of the Supreme Court, but... All this taxpayer money that they're wasting on busing everybody in from Chicago and all the surrounding counties, all the politicians, wasting money to come here to sign this stupid-ass fucking bill, is going to get reversed anyways. All those police officers, you know, the governor, the governor's little aides or secretaries or whatever... All their constituents had to spend money to get here. And I'm telling you, it wasn't out of their own pocket. So, politicians didn't just say, oh, I'll take $200 out of my own pay and take a trip down to central Illinois. No, no, no. No, not out of my pocket. There was a guy a little while back, I think his name was Andrew Schock, S-C-H-O-C-K, Schock, and he was taking taxpayer dollars, and he was renting out shuttle buses and airplane tickets and, uh, you know, going, you know, not only was he renting out the shuttle buses, but filling them with alcohol, food, you know, they had to spend food for everybody, so, <clears throat> even if, if that wasn't enough, he was, um, he bought tickets to see the Chicago Bears with taxpayer dollars. He, he bought, of course, the most fanciest seats, the most expensive seats. And I think the only thing that happened to him was he got a slap on the wrist. You know, he had to do community service and shit like that. Maybe he had to pay back so much in restitution. But if it was a normal guy like you or me, we'd be going to prison for fraud, for taking taxpayer dollars. So that just goes to show you how corrupt the state can be. If we run a fucking red light or if we park on the wrong side of the road or we get grilled we get ticketed we get you know grilled and it used to be if you didn't pay that ticket they'd send a warrant out for you they'd come and arrest you 
even sometimes at your job and shit. And then you'd have to miss a whole day's work, maybe two, all over an unpaid parking ticket. They used to do that shit. Speaking of shitty governors, this is something that I wanted to talk about yesterday. For like the past few days, really. Um, the governor of California, not California, the governor of Colorado, and I don't even know his fucking name, that's how unimportant he is to me. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But he's a piece of shit. So all you gotta do is look up Governor of Colorado 2022. And it's gonna pull up whoever he is. But he's a piece of shit. I didn't know this. I didn't. had no idea until like a few days ago. But. He was the motherfucker that was in charge of busing out all these immigrants to New York and Chicago and Los Angeles and shit like that. And because he didn't want them, he didn't want all these immigrants in his state. He thought it would be a bad thing. You know, we'd have to pay for all these immigrants. We'd have to find places for them to live. We'd have to feed them with our with our state money, you know, we don't want to have to do that. So instead of giving them food assistance and giving them help, we're just going to ship them off to another state and let them have to deal with it, let them have to foot the bill. He's tried saying, it's the other way around, you guys got to twist it. We wanted to give them a better opportunity and we didn't think that they wanted to stay here in Colorado. They basically said that this Colorado isn't the land of dreams. And so they, they bust them to a place all the way across the country. No food, no shelter once they got there. And it was freezing cold outside. It was 20 degrees or lower. And the bus got over to New York and they just dropped them off. They're like, okay, see you guys later. Bye. You got all these kids sitting outside in the cold. Don't even have a blanket. Don't even have winter coats or anything. They're just... It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. And then this dumbass, this fucking piece of shit governor from Colorado says, Well, we were trying to do the right thing. Yeah, okay. Like I said, it was because you didn't want to have... Your state didn't want to have to foot the bill. So... It's a lot cheaper to buy a $30 Greyhound ticket for everybody than it is to give them $400 each in food assistance, plus other assistance. It doesn't take a rocket degree to figure out what the fuck he was thinking. So, to just, and then, you know, at first nobody knew where these convoys were coming from. It wasn't just like one bus, or two buses. It was a whole fucking convoy at a time. Like five buses, six buses, eight buses. And nobody knew who was sending them. Where were they coming from? Who's paying for all these immigrants? Nobody fucking knew until the other day. When it finally got out into the news. And he was like, oh yeah, we were doing that. That's fucking crazy crazy 
you know, just imagine going to another country, seeking asylum, or whatever, <clears throat> and you get there, <laughs> you get somewhere like Mexico City, let's just say I'm going, I'm, I'm trying to get into Mexico, I go to Mexico City, and they're like, oh, you don't want this place, you don't want to stay in Mexico City, so we're just going to send you on a bus to, I don't know, down in the fucking boonies, you know, like the fucking eight hour trip away from here, 20 hour, 30 hour trip away from here, might as well send me to Guatemala, you know, I mean, all because they don't want to foot the bill, they don't want to pay for you, that's crazy, we're going to, we're going to send you to El Salvador because, <laughs> just don't have the funds for you to stay here. And not like El Salvador has the funds either, but we don't want you here. So, it's fucking crazy. It's the most dirtbag move that I've ever heard of in a long time, being a public official. I mean, I know they're all corrupt, but it takes a real special person to make those women and children sit in the cold with no food. While he's sitting in his fucking governor's mansion with his feet kicked up in front of a fireplace. Drinking some wine or some whiskey or something with all of his colleagues. Smoking a fucking fat cigar. Just got done eating a hundred dollar plate. Sickening. So fucking sickening. <laughs> Governors do that with the people that live in that state. They're like, oh yeah, we want to make this state a better place for all of our citizens. They're fucking flying in and out, jet planes every day, spending money, eating fucking at least $100 plates, buying $80 bottles of wine and shit like that. It is the most corrupt thing I've ever heard of. You know, like I said, I know... Corruption has existed, but I never really thought about it until fairly recently. I mean, how how dirty these motherfuckers really are. How much they really don't care about the people. They just want the money. They just want the fame. You know, before J.B. Pritzker became governor here, nobody knew, knew who the fuck he was. Nobody even knew his name. J.B. Pritzker, who the fuck's that, you know? Never heard of him before the election. And then he comes here, he's, I guess he's a millionaire. He's got millions of dollars. His net worth is at least, probably 10 million at least. And he starts spreading this money around, all these crooked politicians, and, oh, if you put my name out there, if you put in a good word, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, you know? And that's how he got elected, was money. And you can call it whatever you want. Oh, it's a campaign trail. We're raising money for our campaign. No, you're not. You're fucking buying your way through. That's what you're doing. Paying off people. And a lot of these places, a lot of these people are non-profit organizations. Same, same organizations that, you know, those big fucking 
churches. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but these pastors that run these fucking churches that are millionaires and shit. And again, I don't have the time to uh, sit here and look up names and shit right now, but there's pastors out there that are flying jets, riding limousines. I think there was one pastor that flew like 10,000 times in one year. You know? Using money from his donors. And he even said, you know, it's non-profit. So, it's not like he's using it for his pleasure. He's using it for his business. Because he says that he can't get his message out there. If he can't fly from here to India. Or if he can't fly from here to... You know, wherever. And it's a complete lie. You know, the same flight that costed him, I don't know, $16,000, I do believe, could have costed him 180 if he just would have flew commercial. So, it's like an hour-long trip on a commercial airplane. It's just completely ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. All these... All these States are crying that they don't have any money. We need to raise taxes. This country is crying that it's going further into debt. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Inflation's going up. And the answer is really simple. Stop fucking spending so much money. First of all, to spend any money is stupid because we're already $30 trillion in debt as a country. So, we don't have any money to spend. Everybody keeps spending money like they have it. Nobody has it. Nobody really, truly has money. They're just borrowing it, pretty much. When you break it down, when you think about it. And so you got all these people that are rich that think, okay, if I have $10 billion... I'm unstoppable. I can do anything. And that's not true. If fucking end of the world came, the banks collapsed, a dollar went from what it's worth now to 10 cents, everybody would be fucked. You have a million dollars, but oh, now it's only worth a thousand. That's crazy. And it can fucking happen. So... <clears throat> the things that people are going to be you know when, when the shit hits the fan things that people are going to want to have that are worth value is food, guns stuff to keep warm like you know good sleeping bags or survival gear you know gold, silver it's going to go back to the old bartering days, pretty much. I'll trade you this car if you give me three cows and fucking two goats and, you know, that's how it's going to go. You know, because when, when the end of the world comes and let's say you got a car and it was worth 20 grand. But now, now it's the end of the world, and it's worth three grand. You know, um, it's not going to be, things aren't going to be worth what they are today. People that are investing 
into stock markets and shit is the most stupidest thing that I've ever seen. Especially when you know that at any minute, the stock market can crash, just like the last recession. And you put all your fucking life savings into this shit. It just baffles me. Especially recently. I mean, if you put your money into stocks now, you're a fucking idiot. You got all these people that are like, Tesla stocks are going up. And, you know, uh, Apple stocks are going up. And if the fucking economy crashes, if the stock market crashes, everybody's going to be trying to get their money out. Which is going to make it even worse, even worse, even worse. And there's going to be some people that can't get their money out, you know, because it's not there. It just doesn't exist. You might say that you have a million shares of such and such, but you don't have shit. You don't have nothing. You don't, you, you know, it, at least if you have money, you can wipe your ass with it. You know, if it was useless, you could at least use it to blow your nose or wipe your ass. But when you have stocks and bonds and shit like that, and they're fucking pointless, they're worth a penny, maybe, then you're fucked. You're fucked, you know. <clears throat> and here recently, that's what they've been doing to people is trying to give them incentives to buy more bonds and shit like that. Cash bonds and shit. It's the most stupid fucking thing that I've ever heard of. Nobody's gonna buy that. Nobody's gonna buy a fucking cash bond, you know. Not a normal everyday person like me. Maybe if I'm fucking 80 years old and I have nothing else to put my money into, then yeah. something maybe for my grandkids to have later down the road, then yeah. But I can just take that money and put it into a savings account. They don't have to wait 20 years, 30 years to touch it. <clears throat> Trusts and bonds are the most shisty thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> because you never know, you know, you, like I said, you get a cash bond that's worth 20 grand. You can collect it in 20 years. Well, let's just say 100 grand. You can collect it in 20 years. And let's say halfway through, 10 years goes along and we end up in a recession. I don't know about any of you, but if you can remember the last recession that we had, banks needed to be bailed out which that again is one of the most corrupt things that I've ever heard is to use taxpayer dollars to bail out a private bank many private banks it's, it's corrupt you can't use taxpayer dollars for private use that's the most corrupt thing I've ever heard but it happened it happened. It took taxpayer dollars and bailed out all these banks. Which, you know, put us even further in debt. <laughs> if you don't have any money, if you have, if you're $8,000 in the hole, negative, and you take more, let's say 20000 more, now you're 28,000 28, in the hole. 
So you got to make up 28000 just to get back to zero before you can start making a profit. And a lot of these dumbass financial fucking idiots, they just can't put two and two together. Or they're just blind. One of the two. I think they know what's going to happen. All these financial advisors know we're going to end up in a recession. But they're pretty much like, well, we might as well enjoy it right now while we can. We're going to end up getting fucked in the ass regardless. We might as well live it up for now. It's crazy. And a lot of countries see America as a wealthy nation, strong, powerful. And that could flip on a fucking head of a dime. We could have no money, no money for weapons, no money for the economy, no money for, you know, anything. We could become a third world nation overnight. No money to fuel our navy, no money to fuel our army. Um... Trucker shortage is already bad right now. If we didn't, if we had even less truckers, we wouldn't have a way to get food to and from. It can get really ugly. And I know people have heard that, but until you actually think about it, you're like, you don't understand. 2008 was a shitty time really shitty. It was a bad recession. Um, but now, supposedly, they're saying that this time it's going to be three times worse. It's going to last a lot longer, too. It's not just going to come and go. This could last a whole decade. So, yeah, I mean, when you got countries in debt, these states are in debt, and then you got states like my state that's fucking idiots and they like to waste more taxpayer dollars that they don't have to pass a law that's going to get reversed anyways. They could have used that money to repair the roads, to repair the bridges that have been fucked up for years. They could have used it towards urbanizing downtown a little bit more, making it better for tourism, anything. They could have maybe hired some more police officers, put that money towards training, something. I mean, fuck. But no, they just like to waste more money. <clears throat> Having a party for a whole week down at the Capitol buildings and all their buddies. Anywho, tonight we are drinking on PBR, but I got a little 99 sour apple that we're going to try. I don't really like apple flavored shit, so here goes nothing. Ah, fucking hell, dude. Ugh, that is the nastiest shit I've ever tasted. That's pretty fucking gross, man. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. 
I've had some pretty nasty liquor in my life, but ooh, sour apple. Ugh. I'm gonna have to tell my coworker not to have that one. <clears throat> I guess the regular apple would have been good. This shit tastes like cough syrup mixed with apple. Just terrible. I don't usually drink 99 bananas or 99 anything, but <clears throat> I figured, well, I'll get a little shot. Since my coworker was getting one, I'll try this apple, this sour apple. Ugh. It tastes like I don't even want to finish the rest of that shot. Ugh, my gosh. <clears throat> I have to wash it down with some more beer. So, I'm really excited to have this next Saturday off. Because um, it'll be a whole week <laughs> that I haven't had a day off. <clears throat> but I'll end up being able to get some shopping done, get some food in the house. don't go out and do shoe shop shopping and clothes shopping, then I'll just end up ordering it online, so. <clears throat> but I'm hoping that my days off are going to be halfway as nice as what it was today. It was like 58 degrees today. It was really nice outside. Sun was shining. And... Even on the ride home at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, it was still in the upper 40s, damn near 50 degrees, so really good, really good change from 20 degrees, 30 degrees, 10 degrees, um, kind of makes me feel like springtime's coming. <laughs> We've got rest of January, we got February, we got March, and then I'm going to say by April, it's going to start warming up. I know a lot of people are talking about, oh, it's going to probably snow in April. I don't believe that. It's been such a mild winter that there has been, a, it feels like spring a lot of days, so... 50, 68 degrees, you know, it, it's just not normal for winter, so, we did get snow for Christmas, but it didn't stick around, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm glad, I hope it, I hope it does, uh, start warming up soon, I'm really thinking about getting an electric bicycle, and, the reason why I say that is because I've been needing to get a regular mountain bike besides riding this Walmart bike around ever since I got my Cannondale stolen and it's just been hell on my knees it's been you know even harder than my Cannondale so excuse me and so 
keep telling myself, oh, if you save 400 to $600, you could just get a really good, dependable, decent bike. A name brand, top-notch, lightweight bike. And the thing is with that is you are always going to be putting money into it, first of all. I realized with my last bike, like I said, it was about $1,000 to buy it. Probably a little bit more, like 1200 <clears throat> And yeah, I had it for like 8 to 10 years. But every other year, pretty much, you got to put it in the shop. You got to have a tune-up done on it. You know, maybe you might get a flat tire or the bearings need to be redone. The brake pads need to be changed. Like, just different little things throughout those eight years that you're going to need to have replaced. And <clears throat> I would say there's at least four to five times that I've had it in the shop in ten years. So that adds up. That's not just free money. It might cost you, depending on where you are, it might cost you 200 300 each trip, each tune-up and shit, but when you're working with a reputable, reputable bike shop, that's pretty much what they charge. They charge for the hourly rate, for the labor, and then they also charge for the parts. So it's just like if you take your car into the dealership, it's the same thing. <clears throat> and the thing is, there's many, many days where I wake up in the morning, I feel like shit, my muscles are sore from the night before. <clears throat> maybe, you know, like I said, I got a hangover, who knows? Or maybe stub my toe like fucking the day before and it feels like shit it's just really hard to pedal so with with an electric bike it really kind of solves all those problems in one and I don't really have two thousand dollars to really cough up on one right now but I'm thinking that tax time is coming soon in like March April just when it starts warming up and that's what I'm going to end up spending it towards. I'm going to save up $1,000 right now. In between now and then. And um, yeah, I'm just going to splurge off and buy it. Because that's pretty much the only time that I have money to buy a bike. And that's how I bought my Cannondale years ago. Was I got my tax return back. And I'm like... I'm tired of these Walmart bikes just shitting out on me all the time. So why don't I get something that's dependable? Something that's good quality bike. So I just blew a thousand dollars. Like, here you go. That's how it always is at tax time. You want a PlayStation 3? You know, whenever they first came out. <clears throat> I paid, I think, $1,200 around about for the game system, for the games, the controller. It's very expensive back then. Same same thing nowadays with PS5s, PS4s. Huh. 
Some of those games you can get for like 40 bucks though. You know, back back when PS3 first came out, it was 60 bucks, 60 bucks, 60 bucks. You might be able to get one on sale for 50. <sighs> Anywho, I've also been thinking about getting a Nintendo Switch, and I'm not really thinking about getting it. I know I'm going to end up buying it, um, because it has so many good Mario games on it, you know, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario Party, you know, the list goes on and on. But it also has these newer games like Dead by Daylight and Grand Theft Auto and shit. And the cool thing is with the Nintendo Switch is you can play it at home. You can play it on the go, wherever you go, you know. Um, you can play it online. Some games you can play by yourself. And if somebody else has a Nintendo Switch, you can link up with them, you can play head-to-head. But you can't do that with a PS5. You gotta have a TV screen somewhere, you gotta have internet. Can't do that. And they cost more. I mean, a Nintendo Switch is like 350 Fucking, if you can find a PS5, it's going to be over $500. So, you know, but it's going to add up. After I buy the game system for $350, the games are going to be like $50, bucks, $60 bucks a piece. Some of them are $40, like I said, but even at $40 bucks a piece, buy three games, you spend $120. So... looking on building up my collection slowly but surely but I want to make sure I get all the good games because eventually they're just gonna stop making them you won't be able to find it you know super super smash brothers it doesn't exist anymore can't find it and if you do find it it's gonna be like a thousand dollars that's that's what's going on right now with all the Super Nintendo games there was a video that I just seen where a guy was buying a mint condition Donkey Kong game for $2,000. And it's just not going to exist, you know. Those old nostalgic games like Super Mario, Donkey Kong, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot was more PlayStation, but they remade it and put it on Nintendo Switch, so... All those games are going to be worth a lot of money. And even if they're not worth a lot of money, they're just fun as fuck to play. So, soon enough, I'm going to end up having one of those too. <clears throat> I'm hoping soon enough that I can start doing uh, live streams of me actually playing the video games online with different friends. And that, I think, will be pretty interesting to watch a live stream. I'm not really a big person on... The past eight years, I haven't really been playing video games, but I have watched people, and it's pretty interesting. <clears throat>
you'd be surprised. And like I said, you get four people together playing Super Smash Brothers, Super Mario Party, or whatever. It's just fucking awesome. So, play people all around the world, and play friends. And, um, <clears throat> after it's hard to find one, after they sell out again, it's gonna, the, the value is gonna go up. So, just like a lot of those Nintendo uh, SPs that came out right before the Nintendo DS, they're worth a lot of money. Anywho, I'm getting kind of close to the end of this podcast, and I don't know. I might make another one. I might not. There might be a second episode. There might not. I don't know. I've got some more beer to drink. I've got some more to smoke. But who knows? I get friends that start messaging me on Messenger or start looking at videos and then I get sidetracked. Or I just get tired and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to make the second one. But, um, it's very possible I could make a second video or a second podcast. Um, to be honest, like I said, this is probably going to be my first episode of episode two. I know I've been saying that I need to start episode two, and I think this is it. Um, this next year is just going to be me trying to save as much money as I can to get into van life. I was going to start this, um, I was going to try to start to get into van life at the end of this summer, early fall, and I just don't think that that's going to work out. I don't think I'm going to have enough money to buy the van, to redo the inside, and to get it winterized and everything. I just don't think I'm going to have all the funding that I need. So, especially if I end up buying this electric bike. So, honestly, it's just best to be better safe than sorry, you know, and save up the money than to just jump into it and regret it. And a lot of people that I've talked to said, oh, just jump into it. Just get into van life and you'll find things that you need to buy along the way. And that's better said than done, you know, when you live in a place that's as cold as here, you know. You've got to have the proper flooring, the proper insulation, the proper heating. So on and so forth. The proper batteries. <clears throat> I'm going to take this other half of this apple shot. Ugh. I don't even really want to. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Ugh. I didn't even finish it. That was like a... Took a third of a shot. Ugh. That's the grossest shit ever. I don't even know why I'm drinking it. I guess because I don't want to waste it. 
but uh, man, that just makes my stomach kind of curl. Anywho, I got a Dutch friend from the Netherlands, and she's kind of been up all night. She's been worried about this home inspection she's got. And I might end up talking to her for a little bit. <coughs> um, or I might get back on here and make another podcast. <coughs> Man, I got a frog in my throat. But if I don't make another podcast tonight, it'll probably be tomorrow night, early in the morning, after I get home from my friend's house. Or it'll be the day after that. So I'm trying to get better with making podcasts at least three times a week. I don't think I really made one. It's been about a week almost since I made my last one. I think my last one was on the 4th. It's now the 12th. So yeah. (laughs) Fuck. That liquor is just like syrup. I think that's why my throat's coated in that liquor. Oh my gosh. It's basically what it is. It's just syrup. Ugh. It's gross as fuck. I'd rather have a shot of some straight tequila than to fucking drink this shit. And I don't even like tequila. So, like I said, today was good. I'm glad that I have a new co-worker uh, that I end up, you know, I'm very fond of. I'm glad that he's a hard worker. He's a good guy. He really needs the money. And um, I'm glad that we're not running behind and having fucked up orders and shit all the time anymore. So... We probably will tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know. Just depends. Hopefully Jimmy comes back to work because I don't want it to be Scotty. So, anywho, till the next one, I'm going to end this podcast. And it was real. It was fun. But it wasn't real fun. Till the next one, see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing out. Deuces.